It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, I'm Bonners. G'day, Bushy here. And this is episode three of the 8 for 52, where you can get us on email at podcast852 at iCloud.com. Get us on Instagram, where we're super Insta-famous there, Bushy. Are we? Facebook's still struggling. Uh, always the way for old Facebook. <laughs> uh, let's focus on Insta and, uh, and the email, podcast852 at iCloud.com for any news you want to share with us. Bushy, we're still going further around the globe, gone global, the 8 for 52. Whereabouts are people listening to us now? Oh, we've got a couple of listeners in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Did I pronounce that correctly? Cricket's massive there, especially Hong Kong cricket. Uh, also the UAE. Yeah, yeah. Got some listens. Well, Belgium. I'd, I'd expect some in the UAE. Yeah, they're Another big on that cricket now. Nation. Yeah, big Another. on cricket. Belgium. Uh, Belgium. Fantastic. Uh, India. Well, expected. Yeah. Expected from India. Would like to point out that our one listener from Senegal in the first episode has not backed up and had a listen to the second episode. Probably travelling maybe to Bosnia. Maybe that's where the Senegalese have travelled to. Anyway. Portugal, Portugal and Germany as well. Uh, yeah, Portugal, Germany. Huge in Europe. Huge yep. in Europe, the 8 for 52. And, yeah, a few in Australia, a few in the US. Well, it's, an abs- it's fantastic they're all listening in. And uh, the podcast set up to discuss the cricket that happened and the cricket that's going to happen. And so far this season, pretty much no cricket's happened. Now, I want to take exception with that. A few people around Hong Kong are blaming the 8 for 52 podcast because since we started podcasting, there has only been one game of cricket. There's been two. One at PKVR and one at GDB. So there's been two. We're averaging one game a week with our podcast. Yeah. It's not our fault. Yeah, I know. I know. And if it wasn't for that bloody typhoon goat whatever it was typhoon seola the vietnamese goat then it was black rain on thursday night i mean where the hell is what is going on with the weather i know you went off about the goat last week so i got something for you this week what hit us that black rain was the x super typhoon hai kuei and i that is a chinese word a mandarin word Uh, the first word hai is ocean or sea and kuei is an enemy we got bashed by a sea enemy so first, first a goat did us in, yep. and then a sea anemone did us in. What happens? What, why can't we just have people's names like Katrina, like Tracy, like make it simple? Well, we're getting done in by the animals. Uh, so that's what happened last week. So there won't be a lot of recap of the, the cricket last weekend. No, but we still do the outs and ins. We'll go ahead with that. And, of course, we're going to have the ins and outs, of course. We've got special PPF guest Farouk Saeed. That's a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. He's about to captain the Hong Kong over 40. He's on, about to get on a plane to Karachi for the tournament of their lives, the gentleman over 40. We'll cover that in Sky Road Plaza. All the details will be there. We'll also cover the upcoming men's game. All the ladies. The ladies are down in Malaysia at the moment. Bushy, you'll be covering some of that for us. Absolutely. And then on their way to Hangzhou for the Asia Games, we'll cover all that in the Sky Road Plaza. Yeah, there's a hell of a lot of internationals coming up. We're all looking forward to that. Also... There's a huge rumour going round, around Hong Kong, that an ex-test captain of England might be touching down in Hong Kong tomorrow, Bushy. Yep, the big one. Michael Vaughan, ex-test captain, now worldwide commentator, will be at Kowloon Cricket Club on Friday morning. I will be also down here on Friday morning with my microphone and see if we can't get a cheeky interview. Now, what I'll say, because we're recording this on a Thursday... If you hear Michael Vaughan's voice coming up in the podcast, that means I got him. If not, we'll just carry on with the rest of the show. It will be self-explanatory. Yeah, you'll get it. This is the 8 for 52 podcast with Bonners and Bushy. Let's get on with the show. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. 
Yes, it's time for outs and ins, and uh, again, outs is more of the uh, operative word here, bots, out of games. Yeah, eight games scheduled for last weekend, only one got on, and that was in Saturday, Div 2. They got on up at Jinjunkas Bay with Hung Si posting 95 in a rain-shortened game. But the rain did hold off long enough for the LSW leaders to post 5 for 81, which is good enough for them to win on DLS. Bushy, Arthur Moy, 39 off 40, highlight for Hung Si. Top five for the leader spread the runs around, chasing a small target with Venkatesh. Top score of 18. That was the only match that was played, mate. Other, other Division 2 match, Laguna, Gully and Wither as it was washed out. All three Div 1 matches were washed out. And Div 1 actually hasn't even had a game yet at all on Saturday. Across to the Sunday League where the Div 2 match, the Infidels and Optimus, was sadly washed out. And the massive USRC in-house derby in Div 1. Bushy was tragically washed out. Yeah, we gave that big raps when we were down at USRC last week, but sadly they both get a point, as is seeming to be the way this year. Uh, Div 2, Sunday Div 2 table, because we got one game in, no game, one game in there, sorry. Uh, so the Wanderers are top of the table with their two points. One point each for the Optimists and Infidels for the washout. Uh, cricket Hong Kong Dragons with that one loss on zero and Sri Lankans and Little Sai Wan, no game to play yet. Jeez, that's really interesting going through the table when it's all washouts. Isn't yeah, it? well, uh, it's not going to get any better <laughs> when we get to Div 1, mate. Well, let's see. And uh, the other, of course, we mentioned USRC and Div 1 washed out. Also, you were all pumped and fired up to be down for the Templar Scorpions big clash and washed out again. And that was going to be a huge game and it's very sad that we didn't get any uh, play at all last weekend. And no uh, game, Div 1 game down here at uh, Cowland Cricket Club this weekend. It will be the Div 2 game. Yeah, we'll cover that in ins and outs. Yeah, so I'll just quickly later. do the Div 1 table because it's so exciting, as yeah, you've mentioned it's already. It's a ripper, please. Go uh, through it. Yes, USRC are top of the table with two points from their abandoned games. Uh, Templars also got two points from two abandoned games. The other USRC team has one point for an abandoned game, as has Pakistan Association, Hong Kong Cricket Club, and Little Saiwan. An amazing table. Two points, two points, one, 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 one. So everyone's had at least one washout there, everyone's unfortunately. Everyone's had a washout. There are unfortunately, two clubs have had two, which might be crucial for them later in the season. Absolutely. Anyway, one of these days, bushy outs and ins is actually going to be interesting. But uh, maybe not next week, though, because looking at the weather report for this weekend, it looks pretty horrid also. So, uh, anyway, we'll cover that later in ins and outs. That's it for this week for outs and ins. Who's in and who's out of this weekend's senior sides in cricket in Hong Kong? The 8 for 52 podcast has you covered. Seven matches scheduled for this weekend. Four in the Saturday league, three in the Sunday Three, what, Div 1 game Saturday, one Div 2 game Saturday, Sunday, two Div 2, and the one up in Div 1 will take you through them. Let's have a look at Saturday, Bots. What have we got? Well, I'll tell you what we've got first off for Saturday. We've got an absolutely shocking weather report mm, is what is we true. have got. So we need to get a little bit lucky, and who knows, we might. In Div 2, LSW Thunder. It's their first appearance of the year. They're going to play HKU up at GDB. HKU looking for back-to-back washouts here, Bushy. If they get on, though, HKU will win this one for mine. In the Division 1, Craig and Gower, PACC, neither have had a washout as yet. I think they probably will this weekend. PACC, I'll, I'll tip in that one. Gap Ramblers, Charlie Bears, both looking at back-to-back washouts themselves. If they get on, Gap Ramblers. 
And in the big in-house clash at Kowloon Cricket Club, it's the Crusaders up against the Tartars, staring at a washout indeed. That'll be close if they get on. Crusaders beat the Tartars last year. If they do get on, I'll tip the Tartars this weekend. I'm just having a look at the weather forecast bots. Yeah, Saturday does not look great. It looks better than Friday. Yeah. Where we have uh, the junior training thing down here at KCC with Michael Vaughan. Uh, that doesn't look great. Uh, Saturday, mainly cloudy with occasional showers. That's the kind of forecast you'd like to maybe get a bit of cricket in, but it's not going to be full games, I don't think. Sunday no. looking much better. No, I need to get those few hours of sun on the on the grounds. Of course, both KCC and HKCC drain really well. Mission Road does not. So, um, anyway, unlikely we'll get some cricket, but you never know. Maybe the, uh, the rain gods will go away. Sunday looking much more encouraging as far as the... Uh, the weather is concerned. A little yep. ray of shun- sunshine in the forecast, mate. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> sun- never say, never say ever. Well, that's in fair Hong enough. Kong at fair the moment. Enough. Yeah, two big games in Div Two. Yeah, Start got- with uh, the Optimist and the Dragons. Yeah, they're on up the hill. Um, can Dragons spin it up? You know, spring an upset. I'm going to tip the Optimist in this one if they get on. What do you think? Yeah, the Optimist. Optimist will the win Dragons. That. Dragons. Yeah, they, they tend to struggle, especially yeah. up there. Home, it's it's a Dragons home game, yeah. but they are playing it at Hong Kong Cricket Club. So the Optimist in the optimal seat there, we would say, to pick that one up. And then a game we will be calling here at uh, KCC on Sunday, Div 2, Sunday Elite. Yeah, really looking forward to it. I really do hope they get on a Sri Lanka Lions uh, up against the Infidels. Uh, both teams very, very keen to get out on the field after, uh, well, Infidel's being washed out and this is Sri Lanka's first game. So both desperate to get on. What's your pick? At, uh, Infidels will beat the Lions, I think. You can never you can never really underestimate the Lions. They, uh, they, they've got runs in them if they, if they can put it together. But I think Infidels all round will be too strong. What about you? Well, we were discussing on the way here to KCC where we're recording and one of the gambles that's going to be on Sunday, especially where there's showers but game, showers but game, the team that bats first um, is going to have that pickle, uh, am I batting for 50 overs or am I batting for 20? We don't know what the rain's going to do. And the bat- team batting second is always going to have that ability to know, all right, we've only got 21 overs, we can go out there T20 it. So that's also going to come into all the teams' uh, it's a really, It's a really good point, mate. If the infidels do bat first and lose their way a little bit and lines get bats bat second, you get a bit of rain in there. That could bring the lines right into it. So, yeah, look, they're not across the line, but I think Infidel should win, rain affected or not. That's Div 2. And the Div 1, just the one match this weekend, and it's a huge one, PACC versus LSW, Bushy. Yeah, Tinkwong Road Recreation Ground, the home of cricket in Hong Kong. It doesn't drain as well as, say, the KCC or HKCC fields. The head uh, groundsman at Mission Road is currently in Hangzhou fixing up their grounds. What's he doing in Hangzhou? Oh, he's, he's the best uh, groundsman in uh, in Asia, so he's up there fixing their pitches so, up. Hang on, so they've got the, they've got the B, B team up at oh, Mission Road at the moment, I wouldn't say that, but uh, yeah, they've, they're, 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 unless the head guy's finished up in Hangzhou, last I saw, he was barefoot up there looking after their pitch, but that's where the game is. It's a big game, and I mean big names as well. We've got uh, Asan Khan for Little Saiwan, and then we've got the likes of Yasin Murtazar and Zishan Ali. Zishan Ali with the gloves. Hopefully they get some cricket up there, but uh, yeah, we'll I, see. I think that's the least likely of all, just given the water does hold at Mission Road a lot more than it does at the two other clubs, but 
Anyway, we want to see that. Let's get some cricket on this weekend. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Round three. We need some games. Anyway, that's it for the ins and outs for this season. Absolutely. This season. This episode. Anyway, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed regarding the rain. That's it for ins and outs. I'm Jay Davidson, the Namibian Nightmare from Kowloon Cricket Club. And you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. It's only episode three here on the 8 for 52, but we have our very first chat with an ex-test captain of the world, Michael Vaughan, the ex-captain of England. Bushy, we'll take it away. It's our privilege and pleasure to welcome one of the all-time cricketing greats to the 8 for 52 podcast, former England captain and now worldwide commentator, Michael Vaughan. Michael Vaughan, good morning and welcome to the podcast. Uh, yeah, morning. Morning, it's hot. Yes, it is hot. What's this, what's this podcast called? This podcast is called the 8 for 52. 8 for 52. Because 852 is the IDD phone code for uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> so okay. uh, we're just getting tangled up in the uh, cables. Is this your first visit to Hong Kong? It is. I, I, I still can't believe I wasn't picked in the sixes back in the day. Yeah, that was 2005? Uh, yeah, I was probably doing some other things yeah, back in 2005. Might have been an Ashes tour yeah, or something to worry about. I did about. watch this year the fair break, um, the women's tour, a couple of my friends came to commentate on it uh, so I did keep a close eye and when I got the opportunity to come out um, obviously to pay the, the club a visit and also to do a lunch I thought uh, I better go and check out this cricket ground that I've seen so much of on the television over the years. And uh, what does bring you to Hong Kong apart from this uh, great training venue today? Uh, I, I'm doing a lunch at uh, a hotel for the Carbine Club so um, I'll have to do a bit. I, I believe Jeff Thompson's in town as well. I've heard so, that as well. Yeah, that that's could a, get that's, messy. That's a big lunch but it is a flying visit, literally. You flew in this morning and you're flying out again this afternoon. Yeah. What's next on the agenda for Well, I've got quite a lot in the UK. I mean, I, I generally do... Um, day visits to the seaside at home. I don't often do day visits to Hong Kong, but this is a day visit to Hong Kong. Uh, but I have to say, this is great to see so many young boys and girls playing the game of cricket uh, here in Hong Kong. Uh, and not just playing, they've got some skill. You now, know? And what I love about the, the kids when you see them play, they've clearly watched a lot of cricket on the television because you can see all the different deliveries that they're trying to bowl that is what you see in T20 cricket in particular all the different slow balls there's loads of leg spinners here <laughs> my mate my, the late great Shane Warren would be proud that in Hong Kong there are lots of leg spinners that uh, potentially could do something special in the game. Now Hong Kong is ranked 18th in the world now for T20s and one of those teams mm. that are knocking on the door to get into the World Cup. Do you catch much associate nation cricket in your travels? Uh, not up until the World Cups, um, but I'm, I've been a big advocate for, for many, many years of growing the game and making sure that we're uh, giving the associate nations lots of opportunities. Uh, I do think T20 cricket is the format that can play that part better than the 50 overs in the test match arena because you know in T20 cricket you, you're generally on the need three or four players to have a day out to win a game of cricket against anyone. I mean England we've, we've lost against Ireland, Holland uh, in World Cup so it, it is certainly possible. Uh, I think in 50 over cricket and test match cricket the gulf is too big. So the format of T20 is, much as it gets criticised by some die-hard Test Match cricket fans, I think it's doing a great service for the game because it's allowing more associate countries to, to have their day out and potentially get that big scalp. Now, Kowloon Cricket Club is bathed in sunshine today for your visit, which is pretty impressive. 
in September here in Hong Kong, we've had 40 inches of rain. That's not, that's not missed 40 inches in 16 days of rain, and you've brought the sunshine. You're sure you can't stay more than one day? We uh, haven't had any cricket this season so far. I, I would say I, I, I brought the weather from where I live now. I live near Manchester, but it's been raining for about the last 60 days in Manchester, so I certainly, I certainly haven't brought the weather from Manchester. Now, you've interviewed the biggest names in cricket. How does it feel to be back on the other side of the microphone again? Is it bringing back test test times? You were uh, getting interviewed, do you, and on that, do you prefer to be out in the middle with a bat or a microphone? No, I mean, I, I, well, I love playing. Uh, for 19 years I was a player. Uh, the last 14 years I've been a, a broadcaster, commentator. Uh, I love watching cricket. You know, wherever I go in the world, I, I'm fortunate that I, I go to Australia most winters to work down there. If I get a day off, they, they call me the tragic. I generally walk around to find the ground and watch a game of cricket. I don't really mind uh, who's playing, whether it's young young kids playing, uh, the over 60s, whatever it is, I'll sit down and watch. I just love watching cricket. and uh, Of course, I love watching Ashes cricket. I love watching World Cup finals and commentating on them. But um, there's something special about grassroots cricket. When you, go and watch, when you go and watch a Saturday afternoon game, you see things on a Saturday afternoon that you don't often see in, in, in an Ashes Test match. It's, uh, it's always that little bit more fun. You always seem to see a lot more run-outs. Hmm. Don't now, know why. I, I would like to point out, you see that tent where very near? Yes. That's where I commentate the cricket from every Sunday. It's not quite the Sky Sports combox, is it? Sitting yeah, at uh, third man. I would say it's very similar to what we uh, we have in, on Test Match Special. Is it? We, we, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we go, down grassroots. I reckon some of the Test Match Special broadcast um, kind of rooms are better in places like uh, Pakistan when you, you're outside on the terrace. Uh, I know down in Gaul in Sri Lanka, we've commentated outside on the roof before, which is great. Uh, there's something a bit boring being in a, in a commentary studio with all the kind of aircon on, particularly radio, radio commentary. I'm, I'm always for uh, being outside and we like to get the noise of the crowd. So you get the ambience of, of all the audience and you can also hear the players um, a little bit better and sometimes they swear at each other which is always quite <laughs> amusing uh, when you sit outside listening to them all right we're getting the uh, wind up here so finally one last question we can't have you leave the podcast without a prediction for the 2025-26 ashes series england or australia in australia uh i've got a sneak feeling this england side might might surprise them down there okay there you have it right yeah. here you heard it michael vaughan on the 8 for 52 podcast Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. By the way, uh, India might win the World Cup. Okay, there you go. Another <laughs> tip right here. Bushy, how was that? Ex-test captain at the Kowloon Cricket Club, and you got to have a chat. Oh, I've got goosebumps still. It's just, oh, my goodness. Michael Vaughan coming down to Kowloon Cricket Club. Not only just coming down and having a chat to us, but he was down here to train the juniors that have all come around from Hong Kong. And... Just learn from somebody so great. It's having him in Hong Kong, just amazing. Well, the junior program here at Kowloon Cricket Club is absolutely fantastic. And to be able to get someone like Michael Vaughan to have a chat to them, that's, that's just magnificent. Hi, I'm Anshuman Rath, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Now it's time for Sky Plaza Road, where we bring you all the international news. Of course, Sky Plaza Road, the road out the front of International Airport, where all the players get dropped off to go on their overseas tour. We've got a big Sky Plaza Road this uh, episode, Bushy. Yep, lots and lots of international games going on. What have we got first? Let's kick it off with the men's Asia game. The pre-tour has just been announced. Now, we don't have the squads, actually, yet, but what we do have is the, is the dates for the warm-up tour. And it looks very interesting, actually. It's going to be down in Malaysia, T20s. 
Hong Kong, Malaysia, and Papua New Guinea. Very interesting. So it's going to kick off next week for us, September 19, Tuesday, September 19, Hong Kong v Malaysia. Thursday, 21, versus PNG. Malaysia again on Friday the 22nd and wrapping it up on Sunday the 24th versus PNG, Bushy. So, so we'll have results for two of those games in next week's podcast, probably not the Friday one, but uh, definitely the first set of games between Hong Kong, China, Malaysia and Papua New Guinea. Yeah, it looks like a good little tournament leading into the Asian Games. And speaking of the Asian Games, the whole draws, timings and structure of the tournament has changed since it was first announced. It, uh, it's all been a little bit upended, but it's all still good for us. Um, let's cover the women's first bushy Asian Games. Huge. Yep. Asian Games coming up, but at the moment, the Hong Kong-China team is in Malaysia doing a bilateral series against Malaysia. Three games scheduled, two already finished, and, and bad news for Hong Kong-China fans. Uh, Hong Kong women's team have lost both games. The final game will be played tomorrow on Friday. But for the Asian Games, uh, the squad has now been announced, unlike for the men's. And the Asian Games have the same rules as the Olympics. So you need a Hong Kong passport to play for Hong Kong in the Asian Games, which means seven players are out, including big names like uh, Mariko Hill. She won't be there. But the team squad has been... uh, Captain Kerry Chan, she's in. Natasha Miles will be the vice-captain. Akasha Youssef. Uh, Betty Chan, Charlotte Chan, Dorothea Chan in Lemon Chung, who uh, does the gloves. Amanda Chung also. Cindy Ho, who bowled against Malaysia the other day, got two for in one over. Very well bowled. Emma Lai is a backup keeper in as well. Hayley Liu, uh, Mariam Bibi, Bella Poon, Alison Su, very good fast bowler, opening bowler for Hong Kong, China, and Pul To. There's the teams. And for the Asian Games, it is a very convoluted system, Bots. Gets uh, underway our first game next Tuesday, I think, September 19. And as you say, yeah, convoluted system. So there's, Take us through it. So there's four teams in the qualifiers. Indonesia plays Mongolia in the first game Tuesday, 19th of September. On the same day in the afternoon... Hong Kong, China play Malaysia, who we've been playing at the moment and not winning against. Now, the winners of both games go through to the quarterfinals. The losers of both of those Group A, Group B games go through to a loser qualifier versus loser qualifier two. The winner of that game goes through to the qualifier and the loser of that game also goes through, sorry, to the quarterfinal. And the... Look... So everyone gets a prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But long story short, everybody that played in those first games, the teams that I mentioned, will go through to the quarterfinals. They will play four teams that have already qualified for the quarterfinals. That is uh, Pakistan, India, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. So Hong Kong at the Asian Games, women's team, are guaranteed at least three games running next week. So we'll have the results of the first two. At least two games. If they beat Malaysia in the first one... Then no, they no, go straight through? No, no, three games. Oh, yeah, two games minimum. Yeah, yeah. But maximum of three games. Yeah. So if they beat Malaysia, they go through to the quarterfinals. If they lose against Malaysia, they still get to play a qualifier for the quarterfinals. And then so it's knockout from quarterfinal stage, quarter semis, bronze and medal playoff, gold medal match. Uh, depending, they don't tell us which team plays which. Two of the quarterfinals will be played next Thursday, so we'll have results for then, but two also played on Friday. So, so if I simplify it down. Oh, please do. <laughs> Hong Kong will get to play a game against one of India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka or Bangladesh. Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, we don't know who or when. That's great. Great opportunity. Gets underway September 19 with the gold medal match September 25. 
Yeah, we don't know exactly when Hong Kong's next game is. It could be next Thursday or it could be next Friday. Um, yeah, but we'll have it all covered on the 8 for 52 for sure. Yep. On to the men's event, a little bit simpler, but still complicated no, at the same time. Asia Games, my friend. So it gets underway after the ladies' tournament finishes. It starts on September 27. Our first game is against Singapore. Then October 2 in the morning, we've got a game against Thailand. And then it's Super 4 time. And then, so what have you got? You've got four buys through already into the quarters. India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh. So the top of each, there's a couple of groups. It's a little bit complicated. There's two groups, top of each group. One of Hong Kong, Singapore, Thailand will go through. There's another group. And then there's one game where Afghanistan play Mongolia and the winner of that goes through. Now, Bushy... I'm not sure about cricket in Mongolia, but I'm tipping Afghanistan. I've, They're going to go in favourites. I've, I've, uh, I've got all my money on the Afghans. But look, can't ride off the Mongolians. Well, well you can, actually. Well, I, 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 they're a fighting bunch, but yeah, I'm not are, sure about they, cricket. They are, they are feisty, but uh, I don't think cricket is the national game of Mongolia. They have that one game against Afghanistan, which is an oddity. But, yeah, you'd have to pencil in Afghanistan. Good chance, though, for the Hong Kong men's team there against Singapore and Thailand. Yeah, and if they do top that group, they line up a guaranteed match against one of India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka or Bangladesh. So, look, we wish the women's all the best. They will get underway before our next podcast. The men's will start afterwards. But uh, it's a great opportunity. And as, as you outlined with the earlier on in Sky Plaza Road, Bushy, the uh, Olympic rules are the rules applied by the Asian Games. So the men's squad, when it's announced, will look quite different to what you see for the ICC tournament. Yeah, hopefully well. we'll have that uh, team list by next week's podcast, episode four. Also- it's an 8 for 52 podcast, breaking news alert. Breaking news indeed. The squad for the Hong Kong men's team at the Asian Games in Hangzhou dropped just after we recorded the podcast. So we're adding it in now. Nizakat Khan is the captain. Adil Mahmood, Akbar Khan, Anas Khan, Ayushukla, Baba Hayat, Esan Khan, Hamed Khan, Muhammad Gazamfa, Muhammad Hassan Khan, Muhammad Khan, Nazrullah Rana, Niaz Ali, Shahid Wasif, and Shiv Matha make up the 15 man team for the Asian Games. There you have it. Breaking news right here on the 8 for 52 podcast. Also in Sky Plaza Road, we are talking over 40s cricket. There is a big competition going on Pakistan in Pakistan that uh, many of us didn't even know about. Oh, it's the inaugural over 40s cricket global cup in Karachi. It's a massive event, eight teams from eight countries around the world, including Hong Kong, will be participating in this tournament for the over 40s. Uh, most matches are going to be live, we understand, on TV or at least minimum on YouTube and and um, and Facebook. And we've got the squad here in front of me, Bushy, so I'll take you through it. We've got Captain Farooq Saeed, Anka Vashishta, Najib Aymer, Roy Lamsan, Navid Kawaja, Mohit Savaria, Ifakhtar Muhammad, uh, Ahmed, sorry, Bodhi Gua, Zah Khan, Jamshid Khan, Kashif Sams, Sorav Biswas, Shelton De Cruz. Uh, One of our favourite umpires. Yep, he's in there. There's two umpires as far as I can see in there. Morley Ganson, Rahul Sambas, Ahmad Bhatt, Aftab Ahmad. There's the other umpire that I know. Mashin Nakvi and Matt Jones. Now, they're going to play an eight-team round robin, so they're guaranteed seven games in the round robin, then into other 
uh, plate or cup or tournament. So I think it's maybe nine games they have. And would you believe it, Bushy? We have an interview with the captain, Mr. Farouk Saeed. Let's hear from Blue Shoes himself. PPF again. Special guest, Farouk Saeed. Farouk, welcome to the Past, Present, Future on the 8 for 52 podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Now, PPF, we talk about history, the individual, and we'll get to that. But before we get to that with you, and it's very, very special history playing uh, dual sports, both cricket and uh, and hockey for Hong Kong. want to talk about this tournament that you're captaining, the inaugural over-40s Cricket Global Cup in Karachi. How did all that come about? What's going on here? This is um, tremendous. Yeah, this just came up because I go a lot to Pakistan and I was playing golf. I play golf every day with the with the ex-cricketers in Pakistan and I was playing with the president of the Pakistan Federation right. for Veterans Hockey Cricket Association and the guy said we have 40s World Cup coming up and it's going to be held in Pakistan. I said why don't you have Hong Kong? He said Hong Kong doesn't have any veterans team. <laughs> so I said we have. I just uh, gave him a bluff and and then he said okay let me look into it because it's test nations playing. Yeah. So I said, no, I want this. He said, well, all eight teams have been done. If anybody drops out, we might give you a chance. So I kept pushing him and in touch. And luckily, India refused to come. So then, because of my strong relation with them, and they were all my friends, so they got me in instead of, Zim- instead of Zimbabwe, Sri Lanka, and Bangladesh. They put Hong Kong. So India drops out. India drops Hong out. Kong Hong Kong comes in. in over the top of Sri Lanka. Oh, and Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. That's the tremendous. two and and Zimbabwe's three. Yeah, Where's and, and the top? I wanted to push Hong Kong name in the veterans in the world of veterans, so that Hong Kong cricket goes above forties in a world class level. So if we perform well here, we win our couple of games. We're there every two years. So just on that, I mean that's tremendous, and it's eight teams going. Yes, and you take us through a few of them in a minute. But I understand, is it right that it's a full round robin? So you're playing seven matches. We play seven games, and then qualifiers and then plates so we're playing nine games of 45 overs it's a long tournament well, how, how big's the squad 83 guys over 40 to last we've got, those we've guys got, we've got 18 guys wow and um, uh, it's a very balanced side i mean uh, it's been picked by najib myself and others so it's it's a pretty good we've got some good legend hong kong ex international players so a lot of experience yeah, I've had a look through the squad. We're actually going to announce the squad later in our sure. uh, Sky Road Plaza segment uh, later on. Well, it looks fantastic. Who are some of the other teams there? Pakistan, obviously. There's Pakistan, West Indies, Australia. There is USA, Canada, UAE, Hong Kong. Fantastic. And Pakistan, if I read the press reports right, their squad includes the likes of Shahid Afridi, yes. Mizbah al-Haq, yes. etc. And they, they've missed out... Uh, Kamran Akmal and Hafiz, because they pulled out at the end, and you never know what happens later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be good playing. We play on the 27th, live on Geo Sports. So it is the broadcast, live Geo live, Sports? All, live, all matches are live streaming. Oh, fantastic. Everyone yeah. out there listening to this podcast, make sure you uh, tune in and watch our Hong Kong veterans over 40s go yes. head-to-head with some of the best cricketers ever. Like you said that was um, Geo Sports? Geo Super, yeah. It's, Geo it's, Super. Yeah. Okay, it, so yeah. tune in there on Geo Super. And it's Super. on YouTube and it's on Facebook. Oh. It's everywhere, a live streaming. Oh, all sensational. That makes yeah. it easy. Sensational, YouTube. Yep. Yeah, the, more, the big games, yeah, it's, it's all live. Do you got any, um, any sponsorship behind you? Yes, uh, we've got a lot of sponsors and... Um, I mean, it was about two months' hard work, 
and we've got pretty good sponsors like Habibank, AG Zurich, we've got Carp, Gencor, Gencor, we've got Kaitak, City Kaitak, we've got National Bank, we've got Carp, so we've got, and then Mr. Kishore, Captain Salim, all of them, they've contributed a lot. So it's been, it's been hectic, but their sponsors have really come up. Where, where are you staying? Are all the teams in one we're hotel? All staying, or are all about? the teams are staying in one hotel, Pearl Continental, where all the international teams stay in Pakistan. Yeah. With high alert security, is like a, like a world-class test match or something. So it's, it's going to be big. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. Wish you all the very best. Thank you. We'll be watching on YouTube, Facebook, yes. Geosport, everything. It's a great experience. And you, have of course, have played for the national team yourself. But what, is this a fantastic opportunity for some of the other guys in the squad who haven't represented Hong Kong, representing Hong Kong for the first time? Yes. Um, I think half of the squad has never played for Hong Kong or such a big international. So it'll be a good experience for those guys. And everybody's very excited. And uh, it's, it's live. And a lot of guys are from Pakistan. So they're very excited with all the family and everything. So we, we have a mixture of uh, nationalities in the team. You going there to win? Oh, definitely. And I think the 40s, we, we are one of the balanced side, I think. And the way guys have been training, it's really good. We're looking forward to it. Having watched you now for a number of years playing cricket down at your beloved Kowloon Cricket Club, yes. one thing that has always struck me is you are such a competitor on the field. Thank you. Well, I think it's it's in me. It's built in me. Since I was 16, I've been a professional player, hockey in Pakistan. So that that's always still in me it's now. just in your blood. I'm just getting younger. I'll let um, Bushy Lowe, I just want to tell a little story about how much of a competitor Farouk is. Go back six or seven years, Farouk was on a tour to Bangkok. They do these interport tours, and KCC went down to Bangkok and play, and uh, and they were short a player. So they asked uh, a young, a, at the time, a young 11, 12-year-old Jaden Botfield to join them on the tour. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've got Farouk, you've got Dan Pascoe, you've got Wakas Barkat, and you've got this young 11, 12-year-old boy. So... Botfield goes out and opens the batting. Batting second, they're chasing well, 150 off 30 overs or something. He goes out and opens the batting. And he sees a couple of wickets fall at the other end. Farouk comes in at number four. Uh, number, uh, fourth drop, number six. So uh, Botfield's knocking him around a little bit. Doesn't have a lot of strength, so there's no boundaries coming at all. Chasing five and over. Farouk goes out and joins him. And uh, they bat together for about 10, 15 minutes. And you can notice Farouk getting a little bit a little bit frustrated. He wants to win this match. And you notice him and the non-strikers getting a little bit frustrated with the 11-year-old just getting in behind the line, playing a good technique. All right. Goes on for about 10, 15 minutes. Botfield, at one point, flicks one off his hip down towards fine leg. Fine leg comes around. Farouk yells, one. Yes. Come back. A big, thinking about second, Farouk, this big yell of, yes. Botfield charges down. Farouk doesn't move. <laughs> Does, does not move. Does not move. Botfield, run out, probably 10 off 50 balls or something. Farouk's going to run a ball at the other end. I think he might have just decided, I think we need someone else out here instead of this little young bloke who can't find the boundary. I don't know if you remember that, Farouk. But, um, I remember that was yeah. a long time. It was a good tour. It sounds like Dad has been holding a grudge for quite a few years. Oh, yes, yes. He's been no waiting grudge. for this interview. Now, was, I, now I remember. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a cricket field. It yeah. was hilarious. Speaking about you, Farouk. You've had a magnificent career in cricket and hockey in Hong Kong. Just tell us, how, how did all that come about? Uh, after 1986, I went to Pakistan to become a professional hockey player. So I trained eight hours a day for three years. And 1989, 
88, 89, I played professionally in Pakistan. All except the national team, but I played all the domestic. I was playing professionally for a bank. Then 1990, I came to Hong Kong. In my first season, I scored 67 goals for, for one of the clubs. And since then, till 2009, I played for Hong Kong mm. for 25 years in a row. And that includes four Asian games, um, three Asia Cups, four World Cup qualifiers. Hang on, four Asia games? Four Asian games for ho hockey, two as a captain. Mm. And then I played fifth Asian games in 2010 for Hong Kong in for cricket. That must be some kind of record, surely. Five times at the Asian Games for I, two different sports. Yeah, I think there is no one in Hong Kong as an athlete who's done five Asian Games, dual sports. But I know there's one lady who's done dual sports only. Okay. But uh, five is, is a record still, yeah. Oh, something to be very, very proud of. For yeah, it. yeah. And the biggest achievement I got was carrying the Olympic torch, Beijing Olympics. In 2008, my name came from Beijing. So I was the only non Chinese athlete to carry the Beijing Olympic talks. Where did you uh, Where did you carry it? Where was your in Shatin Sports Institute? My number was. What a wonderful! And I was number sixty-seven. I still remember. What a wonderful privilege! Yeah, yeah. Olympic torch through Shatin. We're doing this interview in Farouk's office, and he's just pointing to a beautiful photo of him carrying that torch. Actually, oh, there it yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. A proud and I, moment. And I did also get Medal of Honor from the government. At that time, the governor was Donald Chung. Wow. Yeah. Actually, so. looking around, the entire office is littered with awards that you've won over the years for two sports. Yeah. There's hockey sticks lying around, plus all the awards. I mean, a fantastic career. And now going on again into the veterans. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I'm, I, I can't, I don't want to stop. It just keeps going. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's I'm, great. I'm 53 and still I feel so young. Yeah, I just think that's wonderful. And, yeah. you know, you're going to jump on that plane with your with your squad representing Hong Kong up against some of the biggest names ever to grace, you know, Pakistani cricket, plus yeah. others coming from all over the world, televised game. It just hasn't stopped for you. Yes. It just keeps going it's and just going. It's amazing, yeah. I thank God for this. And you're still playing for Kowloon Cricket Club, of Always. course. I love, that's my home. Yeah. Speaking of Kowloon Cricket Club, I do have a hard-hitting question for you, Farouk. What's that? What's with the blue shoes? Uh, actually, it just stands out. Somebody gave me a gift last year, and I was short of pair at that time during the game, and somebody brings in, he says, Farouk, this is a gift. And I was so excited. It was nice color. I've been looking for that. I was looking for the green ones, but then because of KCC... But the guy gave me uh, blue ones, so... Are we going to see the blue shoes on yes, YouTube you from uh, Pakistan? Uh, maybe you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to say, for, as a commentator's uh, perspective on that, you make my life so much easier. I know when you're fielding or running around because the blue <laughs> shoes do stand out like anything else on the field, and they're so cool. I like them. You might be seeing them in one of the games. <laughs> Farouk, look, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here on the PPF. It really has, and we Thank wish you. you and the rest of the squad all the very best in Appreciate Pakistan, it. and we'll be, uh, we'll be cheering you every match, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. All the Thank you guys. Thank Cheers, you. mate. Bye. And now, it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Here we are again. And from all the feedback from the fans, this is their favourite segment, Bushy. It's happy birthday time. It is. We've got two big birthdays this week. Just two. Just two. 
We could have more if there were more. They want to, people want to add to the list. Podcast 852 at iCloud.com. Exactly. Just Or you could DM us on the Instagram page or Facebook page. That needs a few more views. Uh, just send us a message. If your birthday's coming up soon, we'll read it out on the podcast. Who but we two got? this week. First up, Muhammad Wahid from Pakistan Association Cricket Club. He is turning, I'm going to say, 20 on the 15th. Oh, that's uh, the day the podcast comes out tomorrow. Wonderful, wonderful fast bowler from Pakistan Association. Bit of Maxi Walker in his action. He's quick, he's bad, and he's bold, and he's fast, and it's his birthday. Happy birthday to Mohammed Waid. And one more, it is from the Cricket Hong Kong women's team. Yasmin Dazwani sometimes has the gloves on. Uh, it is her birthday on the 21st, which is next Thursday, and she'll be turning 29. Oh, I, thought, I, thought we had a, I thought we had a rule about ages for the ladies, did uh, you? Well, it, it, I, I, I like to wish people a happy 29th. Right. I mean, for the ladies, I mean, I guess it's 27 plus 2, but she what? is 29 next Thursday, September 21st. That Yasmin, is the birthdays. Yasmin, you have a very happy birthday. Bushy's birthday bonanza. Once again, absolute highlight of the podcast, Bushy. We, we, you, we, you got more birthdays for next week? Ah, uh, we got a, we got some birthdays next week, but if there's more out there... You've been told how to get it in, but I do have some more next week. I'm Shiv Mathur, winner of the 2022-2023 Cricket Hong Kong Junior Cricketer of the Year, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Butters and Bushy. Bushy, sadly, we're drawing near to the end of episode three of the 8 for 52, but what a big show we've had. It's been fantastic. X cricket captain for England, Michael Vaughan on the show, and also Blue Shoes himself, Farouk Saeed. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Our first test skipper. We've got to aim for more later in the year, mate. Oh, it's all downhill from here. (laughs) Anyway, we had him. We had Michael Vaughan. We had Farouk Saeed. But we covered Sky Plaza Road on. Really interesting. A lot of internationals coming out. Very exciting times. With the weather as it is in Hong Kong, it's the best thing to be doing. Getting on a plane out of here and playing some international games. Well, that over 40s tournament, the Global Cup in Karachi. The boys over there might play more games in Karachi in a fortnight <laughs> than they get the whole season with the way this weather's going at the moment. Anyway, Asian Games, internationals coming up. The warm-ups for the men's, we covered that. And the ladies, of course, they'll get underway before our next podcast starts. Really exciting times, mate exciting overseas cricket plus plenty of local cricket we're very much hoping that there will be some games this weekend as we said Saturday doesn't look good but we're hoping you and I will be down here at Kowloon Cricket Club for the big Sunday Elite Div 2 game the Infidels finally hopefully getting out on the pitch yeah I think I'm very hopeful that we get some cricket might not get the full match of 50 overs either side but I think we'll get on at some point and as you say we will be commentating that on the Kowloon Cricket Club YouTube channel. Yeah, it is exciting. I really, uh, the case has been packed every weekend, ready to come down here to call some cricket. I'm hoping this week, the third week of the Cricket Hong Kong season, we get to call a game. We'll be on, and that'll give us a detailed outs and ins for next week before we get to the ins and outs next week. But for the moment, Bushy, the 8 for 52 podcast. If you want us, podcast 852 at iCloud.com. Get us on our Instagram page, which is really kicking off at the moment, unlike Facebook, which is getting nothing. What about that? We've also got a Twitter page up and running now. That's X page? Yeah, X. So we're on Twitter X or we're on X? I'm not sure who's running that uh, Twitter.
Twitter page, but they were trying to pick a fight with Nepal when they first opened up that <laughs> 8 for 52 podcast. Well, I'm tipping, I'm tipping the bloke who, in another part of his world, has 60,000 followers on me? Twitter. Absolutely. Should be running that page. It wasn't me. Instead, the bloke who's, instead, the bloke who's got 100 followers is running the page <laughs> and trying to pick a, pick a fight with Nepal. Uh, it was humorous. Unfortunately, we only had one follower at that point, so they probably missed out. That yeah. one follower found it very amusing. Uh, but you can find us, 8 for 52 podcast, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can also email us. We've said that a million times. Please do email us. Well, even if you say, oh, well, you should have this in the show or that in the show. Or give us your birthday. Yeah, give us your birthday. Or abuse us. Oh, don't do that. Oh, that's all right. We'll oh. come a bit of criticism. Oh. Thick skin, thick skin. I'll have to cry. Lucky it's a podcast, not a vodcast. You'll see tears running down my face if you abuse us. But anyway, that's enough for today. That's enough for this episode. Fingers crossed about the weather this weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. The 8 for 52 theme song is The Coin Toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is edited, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Trip Ahead Limited. Copyright 2023. I think I'm going for a bat. And that's that.